Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. That's good. That's not as satisfying. Maybe one day I will go back to the, uh, the latte. Latte delight. Uh, today is Thursday, January 27th. It's my anniversary today. 31 years since my first date with David. Amazing. 31 years. I, I, I begin to understand how older people talk about the weight of years that have gone by. I mean, it, they just, um, you look back and think, wow, how can it have been so long? Um, I want to say that I've, <clears throat> excuse me, officially been with David longer than I've been without, but that happened a long time ago, didn't it? Um, happened around the 25th anniversary because I met him when I was 24. I didn't make note of it then. I don't know why it feels particularly uh, extra now, six years past that. Anyway, um, yeah, happy anniversary to us. Um, yeah, my week is going well. I'm really happy. Uh, I got 3,000 words again yesterday. I had an um, incredibly important, important, blah, 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 incredibly important Manny Petty yesterday. And it was at an unusual time because I'd originally been planning to be gone to Toronto and I wasn't going to fly back until late on Monday. Um, and so I'd moved my appointment, which is a standing appointment. Uh, one of my frivolities <clears throat> and so it was at 11 a.m. yesterday and you guys I wanted to get my words done before I went to my appointment and I thought it was going to be tight and instead I got my 3,000 words and um, I got them in two and a half hours of writing um, two hours and 51 minutes total elapsed time from start to finish I finished my words at 10 minutes after 10 which gave me time to take a shower, which I needed, um, washed my hairs, and then I went to my appointment and was able to come back and deal entirely with business. That is my, that is my ideal day. That is perfect when it works out that way. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to decide what has made the difference this week. I know I started the week saying that was going to be tough love, that I was going to keep writing as long as necessary to get those 3,000 words. That prioritization makes a huge difference. Um, on Monday, it did take extra work. Um, it took me three hours and 41 minutes to get my words. Um, total elapsed time of five hours, five hours and 10 minutes, because that's breaks in between, of course. Um, but then Tuesday, I managed to get it done um, actually, again, two hours and 21 minutes of actual writing, three hours and 20 minutes elapsed time. Uh, I don't know, maybe forcing myself, forcing, pushing myself on Monday, uh, not letting myself off the hook made a big difference. Um, my concentration is better for having taken the break. So, so I think there's tough love. I think taking the break last week going to Tucson and just having downtime 
Uh, I mentioned it's different if I'm there just um, to hang out and not for holiday stuff. Uh, it's much more restful. So, you know, just having those few days away of um, not having responsibility made a big difference. Um, I also think that, so that helped with my concentration. I mean, I just noticed that this week my concentration is much better. I'm not being distracted by things, by both thoughts and by going and looking at other things. Um, I thought I was going to have to go back to <laughs> big old hawk flying by. I thought that I was going to have to go back to um, something like freedom for PC so that I would turn off the internet on my computer while I was writing. But so much of it is if I'm in the habit of concentrating, I don't have that problem. I don't even think about going and looking at other stuff, looking at email or Facebook or what have you or conversations with people. Um, like yesterday, I, even though I was writing, I was still able to have a couple of text conversations with people, which I really enjoy. I enjoy making that contact with people. So, so yeah, that, that made a huge difference. Um, but I think some of it is that habit of how many words I'm writing per hour. And I really noticed that I had started to decrease my, my words per hour, that I was only getting four to 700 words per hour. And, you know, then it takes me a long time to get the 3K. So that's why I was decided, okay, well, I'm going to write for as many hours as it takes then to get the 3K. If I'm only going to write 700 words an hour at best, then if it's going to take me five writing hours to get there, then that's what I have to do. Um, but one day of that, and now my writing speed is back up. And in the last couple of days, um, I've been getting, you know, a, almost a thousand words an hour to begin. And then I'm getting like on a really good hour, 13 or 1400 words twice that. So I think some of it is, I come back to that analogy of the marathon, you know, that we perform in a way that we train ourselves to perform. And I think that I was sort of got into this, I don't know if I want to call it a slump, but I'd gotten into a habit where I was expecting fewer words per hour. Because I definitely did that. I still want to clean up this data. But I mentioned this earlier that I was really glad that I have this data going back to 2014. Um, I have had lower periods, but I've also had much higher periods. But really, since um, July, the books that I wrote since July, September, December, all have lower word counts overall per day. So I think I just, I don't know. I don't know if I got tired. I don't know, but I think a lot of it's habit. So ongoing observation of, of my process as a writer. Uh, I talked about this a little while back 
about why I feel like it's important to track data on ourselves and to do it in a non-judgmental way. The um, observing the habits of the Arctic fox. Being curious about the career author in her natural habitat. Um, how does her performance wax and wane? It makes a big difference um, to be able to see that data and then to be able to look at the variables and see what's affecting me. So I do think, um, you know, I think being president of CIFWA does take up a certain amount of mental bandwidth that I have to adjust to. Um, you know, July 1st is when I took over, so that correlation is inescapable. Um, whether it's causation remains to be determined. But this week, I think I am proving to myself that that's not exactly it. I think some of it is giving myself the time off. So, so yes, I know that those of you who send me encouraging notes, and I do appreciate all of you, um, you're always telling me to take that break between books. Uh, keep telling me <laughs> because, and I, I told a couple of people, I told David and I told Grace to remind me that, um, you know, when I'm getting behind on a book, I feel like I cannot take those days off. I cannot lose those writing days. But the truth is inescapable that if I do take a few days off, then I write much faster uh, after the break. Um, whereas if I don't take the days off, then I start slowing down and slowing down and slowing down. So one day, one day I will listen to you. One day I will listen to myself and I will start to do this. I, I still need to build out my schedule for 2022. It has been sliding down my list since late December. Head on there. Figure out release schedule for 2022. Right. It, it hasn't been urgent because I've had these two releases, um, Grey Magic and Storm Princess on the Raven King, that are... You know, like I said, I have to get those written. So um, it hasn't been pressing to figure out. But I do want to plan my 2022. And I did a blog post on this yesterday. Sort of like what my upcoming year looks like. And Grace and I had a long conversation yesterday afternoon. Um, we had not had our uh, meeting of the minds for January. So it was nice to get to chat with her. And we had been planning a, a project together that we went ahead and canceled. Um, we were both looking at like what we were planning to do. And she's she really needs to get Nomus King written. She's working on that. And she's determined to get that out. So we've been planning to do like a special thing for a polycon, which I'm attending in July. We've been thinking about putting together a, um, a duology, which... I think is not the right word because usually duology means two books in a series. Whereas when we say it, we mean an anthology with two novellas, but you guys know what we mean, right? Uh, we've been planning to do a special thing where we would each write a new novella and put it in there and then have like a special paperback edition at a polycon. And I'm sorry, we decided to cancel that. Partly because we both have a lot of other stuff to do. And I was sort of, she was saying, well, so what are you going to do for this year? And I was telling her all this stuff because I also had my planning call with Agent Sarah on Tuesday afternoon. 
Uh, one of the things I really like about the way Sarah does business is she does do this planning call with her authors. In, she tries to do it, get them all done before the beginning of March and sort of review what we've done so far and career strategizing for the years ahead, the year ahead in particular, but also longer term than that. And um, yeah, it's really good. Sarah says that for some of her authors, it's like the only time she talks to them. <laughs> she has to dig them out of their writer caves to have the conversation with them. Um, which, which I think is funny. She hears from me much more often than that, but uh, I, I, I think it would be nice to be the writer who like only talks to their agent only once a year, live in the cave the rest of the time. It, it, it's one of those things where I also think it would be nice to be a nun. I've always, uh, the idea of being cloistered, you know, and maybe vow of silence. Ha ha ha, here I'm talking away. Um, I don't know if that appeals to me, but I think it appeals to me in a purely theoretical sense that this is not something I would actually ever do. Uh, I would probably hate it, <laughs> but I don't know why it's appealing to me. Just kind of the... Um, probably the illusion of peacefulness. Anyway, so Grace was asking me what all I'm planning to do for the year. I put this in yesterday's blog post. I'll link to that. And, um, <laughs> and I was looking at my list and I said, Oh shit. And we've, we've still got to talk about what we're going to write for that. No, you know, that duology that we want to do. And this was Grace's idea. And she goes, Oh shit. I forgot about that. And it really had slipped both of our minds. You know, I have my lists. Um, and I had contacted her a little while back and said that Apollocon was asking us for lists of books and so forth. Um, and that I needed to give them the information. And she said, oh, okay, I'll be thinking about it. Reader, Grace did not think about it. <laughs> she said she's been catching up on the podcast lately. So, uh, Hi, Grace. Um, but I had clearly not been thinking about it either. So we both have lots else to do. Um, neither one of us has a burning project that we had in mind that we would put in it. We were like, uh, neither one of us had come up with ideas. Um, I should not be unfair to Grace. I had not been thinking about it either. So... So we decide not to do it. Instead, we're going to try to do something else fancy for a polycon. Um, we are thinking about maybe some special hardback editions. She's thinking about doing a hardback edition, maybe of Master of Crows. I'm thinking about maybe a hardback box set of Bonds of Magic. Um, something special like that. So... But let us know if there's something that you think you would like. I know a lot of you are not necessarily going to go to Polycon, but we would have it there at a Polycon and then um, make it available to people outside of that. And what we would do is Grace would get hers and sign them and send them to me and I would have them there for people to buy. One of the things about the espresso and these little tiny cups is it gets cold really fast. Maybe I need to put it in something else because I don't like how fast it gets cold. So, um, so yeah, I need to figure out what my year ahead is going to be like. We still have a book out on submission. Um, 
New York has <laughs> slow, always slow. Um, for those of you who are not aware, <laughs> it's funny because I was having lunch with Megan and Charlie a little while back and Megan was asking me how the submission was going. And I said, well, you know, we went out with it in, you know, a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. And I said, of course, and of course now New York is shut down. And she said, yeah. And Charlie kind of flinched and he said, what? New York is shut down? Are they locked down because of pandemic again? I hadn't heard this. And we both kind of laughed at him and we're like, no, no, no. It's just that New York publishing does nothing between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And he said, really? They can do that? We're like, well, they do. <laughs> um, which was really news to him because he's in a totally different industry. And, you know, and so we were saying, yeah, you know, there's, and Megan was saying, you know, New York publishing is basically open for about six weeks of the year and two week chunks <laughs> because there's, um, you know, they pretty much do nothing between Thanksgiving and the new year. And then they start up again in January and then there's like spring break, you know, very little happens. Well, then they hit conference season. So they, they hit, um, you know, like, you know, for, what do I want to say? The International Book Fair. Frederick, why am I not bringing this up? Anyway, you guys know what I mean. You know, and, and BEA and conference season um, in the late spring, early summer. Then everybody leaves New York and goes to their house in the Hamptons. And then they come back and they're there for like, you know, they get school started. And then they're there for like September, October. And then it's Thanksgiving again. Um, and, and it's really not... I'm not exaggerating <laughs> that much. It's, it's almost that bad. Um, it's just a funny business. A lot of, you know, they say, oh, well, they need the time off to catch up on reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, enough said. So anyway, um, when I talked to Sarah yesterday, she said, well, you know, New York has like taken a long time to get going uh, with pandemic and everything. So it's just now revving up. So we'll see what happens with that submission. And I think that's part of why I've been dragging my feet on setting up my 2022 release schedule. Cause you know, if we sell that book and if there's multiple books, then I need to put it into my calendar. I may just create my calendar without it. I, I don't want to do negative thinking, but it's probably easier for me to just assume that I don't have to deal with that and make other plans. Um, so what, what is it? John Lennon said that life is what happens when you're making other plans. Um, if, if you spend your life waiting on New York to come back to you on stuff, it'll make you crazy. That's one reason why self-publishing is such a blessing. It's like, you could just go ahead and work on other stuff. I pitched Sarah a new idea um, and she liked it. I was surprised. I thought she would hate it, but she likes it. So that'll happen later in the year. Um, and the, the science fantasy that we took on sub, now it was like two years ago, guys. That was really funny when Sarah and I were looking at it. And I said, well, I was going to finish writing that book because I love that book. And actually Sarah loves that book too. And I said, well, I'm going to finish writing it and self-published that later in the year. And she said, she suggested that she would like to try taking on submission again, because in the last two years, there's been so much turnover. She said, you know, we could do like a limited window and all of this. And I said, okay, 
you know, I'd be willing to do that. And that way I'll still have it written and I can self-publish it when it's ready. So, and then I'm, I may be working on another project too. And I want to do a book one in Bonds of Magic, do a new uh, trilogy there. Cause I can see how it's setting up now that I'm kind of finishing Grey Magic. I'm at over 70,000 on Grey Magic now. So I feel like, um, I think we're, we're, you know, racing for that finish line. I've got my, my wind. I don't want to speak too soon, but, um, yeah, I really want to keep this habit going. So wish me luck. Um, yeah. So I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday and I will talk to you tomorrow morning. You all take care. Bye-bye.